Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Well, we got ourselves a series, ladies and gentlemen, and we will get into all the details, including somebody who can no longer complain for the rest of their career about what went on. That coming up here just a couple of moments from now. Are you talking about Brady? Yeah, he's LeVar Harrington. That guy's Brady (laughs) Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. It's Outkick the Coverage here, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates. And wherever you are making us a part of your Thursday morning, welcome in. And let's have some damn fun until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific. Uh, guys, we got a live uh, golf event from a, a, a course uh, somewhere overseas that looks really depressing. With a yellow flag. Yeah, it's really yeah. depressing. Maybe man. that's what Brady's complaining about. Yeah, is that, is that well, what no, you're complaining no. about, See, Brady? Here's the deal. LeVar hasn't worked this long enough to understand your stick, Jonas. Mm, you know, LeVar jumps a in stick. a couple days a week, and then mm. he doesn't understand what you do. Oh. See, LeVar, Jonas projects things. <laughs> okay. He, oh, he's he projecting. projects things that okay. he got wrong yesterday. Oh, like his prediction projection. Yes. Oh, and then he, he, he makes it he makes it like I said it. For okay. example, he's been complaining about the fouls all throughout the NBA finals. Well, there were complaints last night about lack 100%. of calls or calls. I, yeah. I, and I haven't been. I, I told okay. him I don't care about that because I think it evens out over the course of the series. Truth. He's been complaining about fouls and free throws. I by the way, I thought last night's game was the best game of the series so Oh, it's far. awesome. Nice. Yeah. It was awesome. Very it was, it was yeah. and, and look, and you could make a case that when the Booker foul that ultimately took him out, foul number five, it changed the momentum. But the reality is 
there was a foul that wasn't called that he, he shouldn't have been in the game probably anyway. The mm. one on P.J. Tucker that wasn't called. Yeah. So, I, again, I'm not here to, to debate calls. That's for Jonas to try to make okay, up for everything he said it. the I past see, three games. I see, it. All right, well, I see what you just well, did, Let me tell you. You've got to start tuning in Monday through Wednesday because these are the conversations I'm we're feel, having that, that no, he I'm puts feeling, on me. I'm feeling your stick going on right now. Like, I feel the 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 – the brotherly shtick going on yeah, right listen, now. I mean, like, like, I'm just trying to do a sports they talk They made radio a movie show. about this. It, to be had, attacked. it had Will Ferrell. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, uh, see, here's, here's the problem. Uh, here's the problem, uh, LeVar. Uh, Brady was dead set and convinced that Giannis Antetokounmpo was going to score over 34 and a half points. And, and it did didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. all, all right, did all right. happen. Now, I'm going to tweet out the, I'm gonna have to tweet out the text messages. <laughs> no, okay, like, no. Do you want no, me to put you on blast? Do you want me to put you on blast? Okay, all right, you want me to own it? I screw it up again. All right, I'm bad at making <laughs> picks. You. All right, I'm bad Thank at making you. picks, and uh, and I thought for sure the only shot the Milwaukee Bucks would have had in this series is if Giannis goes off every single game. He put a back-to-back forty burgers, and then he came mm. out last night. He was pretty good, but he wasn't nearly as good as he was in games two and three. I just didn't expect Chris Middleton to play well, and for Drew Holiday to come up with big-time <laughs> plays late, and Brady's guy Pat Connaughton from Notre Dame to hit a big-time three in the corner. All right, so do, I screwed you up. Guys want me to give you the synopsis and the conclusion I've just drawn from this moment of conversation. What's that? That Brady Quinn would make one hell of an interrogator <laughs> and I will never ever do anything around you, Jonas. Because <laughs> you sound right. like a singing snitch well, just now. Listen, like, uh, look, you got me! Listen, hey. everybody, come on out. Come from down around the trees. They got us. Not, no, Jonas, they got you! It's the paranoia. The thing is, LeVar, think about what Jonas did in the beginning. He literally pitted you the entire show so far against, against me. You. He did. He did. That, and, and really, the only thing I texted Jonas last night was, under that's the only that's the only bet I like in this and then I texted him about halfway through how's it looking and he goes in the bag <laughs> then he started texting me some other uh, picks that he made and I don't know that any <laughs> hit. in the bag yeah. <laughs> did, you, did, did, you hit, did you hit the bucks pick Jonas I think I think you got the bucks yeah Milwaukee minus four and a half was a good okay. pick you got uh, that but, one yeah. but 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 seriously though when have we been able to depend on Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday to come up we big have and not big t- so far in the series so my 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 whole thinking was the only chance Milwaukee had was that Giannis was going to go off. And if he went off, I felt like they've got a real opportunity. I also said this. If Milwaukee wins, whoever wins game four wins the series. That was I, the message I saw. I, I think Milwaukee's winning the series. I, I am convinced after what I saw last night. I think they're winning the series because, and I'm more convinced now, because they were able to win a game in which Giannis didn't play all-world 40-plus points, most dominant player in the series and in the world, and they were able to come up with a and win. Back and back-to-back. Yeah. And they protected serve. I mean, they, yeah. you know, who's going to be able to win on the road? I think that that's the biggest question. I said earlier that this Suns team came in, they were loose, they were confident. I think that the Milwaukee Bucks allowed for them to come out in game one and gain some some real early confidence. And I thought that that would carry them to a really seemingly easy finals, final series. Lo and behold, 
Milwaukee just needed to feel the energy of being at home, and Giannis just didn't need to hear the fans counting every single time that he's taking a <laughs> shot. Who knew that that would make the difference two games in a row? And right. who knew that Middleton would catch fire the way that he did? I thought what you said, you know, your your prediction was spot on, just based upon the lack of assertiveness and and really execution from Middleton and guys like Drew Holiday. It just seemed as though they were shrinking in the size of what this series represented. But, man, they made a series of it. So, game on. What what was going on with Giannis early in that game? Because he didn't seem as assertive. He seemed like he was almost out of breath. I even think the announcers – uh, talked about it at one point. Like it was, he was he he went out of the game. I think with in the first quarter, he literally subbed out with what nine minutes left. Yeah, I mean there was something going him and then Chris Paul. Chris Paul could not stop turning the basketball over. Something that's very uncharacteristic for him. That was kind of the one thing looking at the game, thinking back. I was like, well, I'm not really sure what was going on with those two guys. Yeah, mm. uh, the Chris Paul uh, he did not play well uh, at points down the stretch. Uh, Devin Booker, uh, like he I carried him yesterday. L- listen, I don't want to hear Devin Booker bitch about another foul call the rest of his career i don't want to hear about it i don't want he, he guy had seven fouls he literally had he finished the game with seven fouls and, and he and they, he there was no possible way they were taking him out and the officials during the pool report afterwards and i don't know how anybody feels about the pool report because uh, it actually it actually that bothers me the pool report afterwards they asked the official uh yeah so uh, what happened there on that play he goes yeah you know uh, i i didn't i didn't see that he had made contact the way that he did so upon further review you that should have been a foul call and it would have been a sixth foul mm. all right well what about the other one that should have been a seventh all right Jeez. do you want to do you want to have a comment on that uh, why why Tell are, us how you feel jonas okay what's the point of of talking to these officials after the game and saying hey did you screw that call up because they can't go back in time and fix it so what's right. the point i don't understand like why, why is it even necessary it's how great the- entertainment oh man that's <laughs> all it is <laughs> it gives us ammunition it's, yeah. so, I mean, it's so good i mean let's be honest maybe that's here. what it is you know i, I mean most uh, times you got to think that you know referees are going to have a narcissistic type of approach to how they do things like screw you if you don't think that i made the right call it's the call it is what it is i'm trained you're not stop trying to do my job i'll do it the way that i need to do it right but the guy came out and said that he didn't get it right good for him I messed it up. <laughs> he had he had Hold eight on, hold fouls, on, hold on. You know? Hey, there's someone else who can't keep bitching about the fouls, though, is Jonas. Jonas, are, are you going to continue berating these officials the yeah, rest of the NBA yes, Finals? Yes. It sounds yeah, like and, you're and, committed and, to and, it. And, and let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. And that's a good point, Lamar. <laughs> I, I determined early on in the series, uh, since everyone wants to complain about the markets that are involved and the ratings and all this stuff, I said, all right, I got to pick a lane here. And the lane I'm going down is burying the officials because mm. that's the one market <laughs> that plays national. Well, is the officials and if we can bury the officials in a league relevant. in a league that had a guy gambling on games and fixing games if we can go that route i think it's fun for everybody <laughs> involved let it go. it's great family entertainment brady lavar Le- I-, I do have to ask you this though you which officiating crew in your mind is worse because oh. the nba seems to to skate under the radar they all do. the time because they're more and, and, you know basketball players are more like pampered and and catered right. to we're not only you guys the quarterbacks are but we're you know everybody else you know so i'm going to go with football i know exactly yeah. where you were going yep. football referee crews are are the worst and i'll tell you why because some of them have played ball before so every once in a while you'll get a crew like one of my guys one of my alums t- uh t- 
Terry Killens is is a referee. And you guys remember not too many seasons ago, there was that like rumble that took place on the sideline, and you saw the referee run in and start like grabbing people off of the pile, like <laughs> discarding them, like he was a, a player himself. Well, he was a player, so it's kind of funny because you get like the ad hockeys and all those guys, and they're all yoked up, so they're out there on the field, like this is the call. Get out of my face! Do you see these muscles? I will body slam your ass. I'll body you after this call, and then you'll get fined. You'll get beat up by Ed Hockley, and then they'll find you. So I, I, I 100% think that football referees are the worst. Hold on, hold on. completely off topic, though. <laughs> completely off topic. Yeah. You know the guys who come out and check the uniforms before the games yeah. to then give you the fines? You know, uh, Merton oh, was doing that. Merton Hanks was doing that when I was in. They're yeah. the guys that let, and, the, that let you know, Eli Manning get away with uh, basically lying and frauding people out of real jerseys. <laughs> no, no, not oh, those sorry guys. Sorry about that. I thought the, my mic the, was These off, guys sorry. will make sure, like, you're your wearing the right socks or, or whatever right else. Yeah. yeah. And, and you're getting – like you're being told before the game, right? Like we're talking about multi-million dollars in gambling and everything else, and then people are telling you, "Hey, you got to go change your socks." But those guys tend <laughs> to be gotta former take players. Those spikes off. I'm always like, "Say it ain't so." Every time I see a former player that does it, I'm yeah. like, "Why are you doing this? Why are you fighting us, man?" Well, Come you know on. you can't wear those gloves. Like yes. what? <laughs> so, so, you, so, you know you got to take those wristbands off. Like what? So, those are, so Merton Hanks, the guy who uh, basically broke his neck every time he celebrated every time. a touchdown and wore that, swag. That, yeah, and yeah. wore swag. By the way, yes. was yes. not like dry. Like, oh yeah, you would be the the fashion police on the field. <laughs> Merton Hanks did the same stuff. Dion did had do rags on, had had the wrist, the, the headbands around his neck. He did everything Dion did, but he's yeah. on. He was on the sideline. Like, yeah, man. Uh, uh, sorry to tell you this, but uh, and what, what was the it? color is too low on yeah, your Le- sock. Levar, your Levar, your neck roll. It's too big. It's yeah. not within the standards hey, of but what then we you, allow. Then you get to to Monday or Tuesday, whatever the day is, and then you get the mail, and it's like. Like 15 G's. I know. You get puffed, for your socks. You get puffed 15 G's. I was for like, yes. I be in my locker room like, bitch. 15 G's. <laughs> okay, well, all right. That's my socks. Uh, where's that money go? Where uh, they do that, it money? goes to charity. It's it goes to charity. To charity. Yeah. Oh, my it's, it's ass, a it goes to charity. Yeah. yeah. And then it, it doubles. And yeah. then it doubles. Yeah. If they get you, if they pop you again, they get it's doubled. Yeah. It's double. Usually, usually you can appeal it, and you might get away with one. And then once you get a second one, that one's sticking. You can't appeal that I, if it's if it's for the I same offense. I don't have Brady yeah. Quinn legs. Maybe my sock got lazy and fell down. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. Come on. Yeah. I mean, I know point. you're out there sitting there judging me like, well, then fix your socks, dummy. It's $15,000 fine. Like, who does that? Maybe it was just because my legs didn't fill the socks as much. You know, I got a beer's top, but I got a cheetah's bottom. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Don't judge me when my socks <laughs> sag down to where I deserve well, a 15 the- grand fine, people. I-, I-, I never understood when, like, they would expect you an hour and a half before the game to be like fully dressed in uniform yeah, as that perfect make any socks. Sense. I'm like, dude, I'm just warming up. Like, but I don't even have socks on right now. All right, I'm just, I'm trying to warm up a little bit. <laughs> hey, like, you know what's I, crazy? I know what to do. Hey, I'll tell you what's crazy though. But certain teams get to do what the hell they want to do, right? Like when the Steelers come out, they're them dudes had their shirts all uh, tucked up 
they they got their socks a certain type of way. They got different shoes. Well, I mean, like their patterns, their color patterns are. Yeah, the Giants do it too. James Harrison showed up on a magazine cover holding assault rifles. Yeah, so well, who's we going to mess about? with yeah, them? Yeah, right? who's going to say? Sometimes to the game isn't bigger than what people's personal what? deals are. Yeah, and, you know, it you, is what you remember it is. that there was a, a there was a, a, a cover somewhere where yeah. James Harrison had oh, guns. Oh yeah, baddest man or yeah. scariest man in the NFL. Or yeah, something. yeah. They're like, what do you think about this? Levar said he's got guns. <laughs> And he's, on the co- and he's on the cover of a major magazine yes. with guns. Yeah. That, that means he really means it. Yeah. Hey, were you ever a visor guy, LeVar? Because that, that's the other thing now is they'll come out and warm up. And tell you you can't wear your visor. Well, but they'll, they'll do it because it's like they're being supported but, by a certain brand oh, of like visor or see, something. I was told so it was because of reason. concussions and they needed to be able to see your oh, eyes no, no, and no, no, stuff no. like that. No, no, no. That's, that's 100% right. But I'm saying some of the players will do it. Just to look cool and warm yeah, ups for certain, knowing that they've got to take, take it, it off. off for the game. Yeah, yeah I used yeah. to wear visors because I got migraines. I'm a classic migrainer, so I I actually got around the rule for a little while, and they allowed me to wear an a black op like it was opaque um, visor. And and it was so cool because, you know, everybody had their little thing. Like in, in Tennessee, Javon Curse, you know, they call him his nickname's the freak. Yeah, so every yeah. time he'd make a play, it'd be like, Oh, freak out. Right. And then in, <laughs> in Baltimore, Ray Lewis make a play and they said they play, it's getting hot in there. And he started doing the dirty squirrel. Well, in DC, when I had my visor on, I make tackles, I make plays, and they start playing dun 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 like I like I was Darth Vader out that bad boy. So, yeah, yeah I did get away with wearing the visor yeah, that's for hot. some point. Yeah. Usually for me, they just play like a Wham song or something. Yeah, yeah you know. Another, you know another radio killed Another fancy you know, here. Another yeah. aggressive here. Yeah, uh, that's all, right. all good, though. It, it's uh, Outkick the Coverage Everybody's here. got their own theme song, Look, though, I, Listen, uh, everybody I mean, does. No, everybody that matters. Yeah, that's a good point. So, so, people, if you don't have your own theme song, you need yeah. to go find one, and then you'll matter. You Better know? believe I mean, it. Right now, you just got to find it. Uh, we are going to be here until uh, 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Pacific. It's Brady Quinn, LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox. It's Outkick the Coverage here, Fox Sports Radio. All right, so coming up next, uh, one of the more bizarre stories in a long, long time in the NFL played out and what the hell is happening. We'll get into all of that next year. Outkick the coverage, Fox Sports Radio. This this is Outkick the Coverage. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O O O O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Redestein tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their redestein test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be it's Outkick the Coverage here, Fox Sports Radio. Brady Quinn, LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox here on FSR. Uh, coming up in, uh, we will call it, uh, I guess, uh, about 10 minutes from now, a little over 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we are going to get back into a, a quarterback discussion. We're going to pick up a discussion we had a week ago because uh, there is some skepticism about the potential return of one NFL star. So that'll be happening here uh, coming up 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. So yesterday, uh, the 
Richard Sherman story uh, popped up out of nowhere, um, and it sort of came in waves to where they talked about, um, you know, he was arrested for a domestic violence incident. Um, you know, he was, uh, they responded to the house. He fought with the police. He was brought down by uh, by police dogs. Uh, and then there's a report of a, a single car accident, uh, but the car fled the scene, and that car was registered to Richard Sherman. And then more and more the details came out, and then the 911 call of the incident came out, and this was Richard Sherman's wife trying to call in to report that her husband was having an issue, he was having a problem, and he was also suicidal. 911, what are you reporting? Um, I, I, I need I need officers to my house now. My husband is drunk and blue. What's the himself. Stop, stop. Um, What's the address? Are there any weapons? Stop. We, are there we any took, we took, to no, me? there's no gun. I'm, I'm saying there are no weapons, ma'am. He's trying to leave now in the house. He's being aggressive. He's wrestling with my uncle. He's threatening to kill himself. He has sent text messages to people saying he's going to hang himself. He's threatening to kill himself. He has sent text messages to people saying he's going to hang himself. He, and he's saying that if the police show up, that so please don't shoot is what I'm asking. Okay, wait, say that again. He has no weapons. If the police show up, that he'll try to fight them. Has it been physical with anybody there? You said he's trying to fight yes, your uncle? Yes, it has. Yes, it has. How has it been physical? He just tried to fight him. He's pulling, it's, a, it's a 2016 black Mercedes. Richard, please stop. Richard, please stop. Please stop. Is that a sedan, an SUV? It's, a, it's just a black sedan, Mercedes SUV. Okay. He's not going to be able to get out the gate. I cut it off. So there's uh, obviously a lot more to that, but uh, time purposes, uh, we yeah. want to make sure um, uh, the, a lot of the feedback on that uh, was uh, people were not pleased with the uh, the way to 911, the, the dispatch. Yes, yeah, yes. she, she was, was rude, was very man. rude, and the way she handled it, like it very rude, very condescending. Yeah. Like you're you're supposed that is the one line where when the operator picks up. Um, you should be very uh, aware of the fact that if they're dialing 911, uh, it yeah, could be a no very intense situation going on. But, yeah, I'm with you on that one, Brady. You know, I, I'll say this. Uh, you know, with with the whole setup of how it took place for a wife to dial 911, she was scared to death. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and. For it to get to that level of escalation, so and, and listen, I I'll be the first one to say I don't want to be the one that says, well, we've all been there. What I what I will say is I've been there. You know the the pressures of of moments in life. Who knows? I don't I don't know um, why he reacted the way that he did. I don't know if it was just based upon the amount he he consumed of of alcohol or any substance. I have no idea. First and foremost, thoughts and prayers to to the Sherman family, and and hopefully everything it gets worked out, and and Rich gets the you know addresses what he needs to address to not have those type of moments. But be, make no mistake about it, you can have it. It happens to to successful people. It happens to athletes that make a ton of money it happens to you know people that you wouldn't think this happens to where you know what they have emotions they they have feelings they feel things we feel things and and so first thing I thought of when I when I heard this was it could be it could be a a isolated situation 
where he feels a certain type of way, he felt a certain type of way because, you know, a substance of some sort can alter how you're feeling. Or it could have been something bigger. You know, we could draw all kinds of different conclusions, but I think what it comes down to is stories like these become so big because we know about the mental the mental of of Richard Sherman. We've known him to be a super intelligent, well-spoken, crafty, witty um, person as a professional. So when you hear about something like this, it's like, whoa, that doesn't fit what we thought about Richard Sherman. And, and I would urge people to think that this – incident doesn't define who Richard Sherman is. It's one of those things where when something like this happens in somebody's life, it doesn't get aired out on media outlets, social media outlets. It doesn't get aired out. But when somebody famous does something like this and something like this happens, it's going to be front page news that everybody has to talk about. So rather than trying to define it, Brady and Jonas, I'm not going to try to define why Richard Sherman had this moment, had this episode. All I know is, is that pressure hits everybody in different ways and nobody's immune to the pressures and the rigors of what goes with living life. Yeah, no, I actually think this is, is one of those moments when, when you realize, like, we're all human. We're, we're all capable of, of making these sorts of decisions or mistakes, however you want to talk about it, and, and having these tough moments. And to your point, like, it's going to get highlighted because of the status of who he is, what he's accomplished, and, you know, in, in his career, how he's portrayed himself but we there's all elements of this in all of us mm-hmm. uh, I, I I do think this because because I, I never in my career in the NFL got to the point where Richard Sherman has, has been viewed and he's probably one of the greatest cornerbacks the NFL has seen um, he was the best cornerback in the league for a period of time mm-hmm. you know they had a extremely successful run in Seattle, he was there what seven years. He didn't come into the league. If you if you think about his story, you know, I, I believe he first got to Stanford, and I think he was a wide receiver cornerback. Yep. Ended up ended up becoming a cornerback, a fifth round draft pick, if I'm not mistaken, and he ended up becoming an absolute star. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, an absolute star. And from that, you know, they go on. They, they really win a Super Bowl led by their defense. They mm-hmm. get back to another Super Bowl and aren't able to win it because of, in some people's minds, a play One call. One play call. Yeah. One play call. And at that moment, that team fractured. It was never repaired. That team broke apart. They, they, they all of a sudden started to eventually go their separate ways. And, and it's, it's crazy to think – about the frustration and the emotions tied to that one play and knowing that what it meant for their legacy, mm. both as a team but also individually. Because now you lead down this road where there was resentment there. Mm. Like that single decision created resentment between the defense, the offense, players towards Russell. Remember there was that thought that they wanted they wanted Russell to be the MVP and that's why they did it. Now, I don't think that went into it. But the reality is that was what some people thought around the Seahawks, maybe within the Seahawks, and it eventually created this fracture 
that leads us kind of all the way down this road of now Richard Sherman's not there anymore. He goes and plays for a competitor, uh, you know, a division rival, if you will. Has then a serious he becomes, injury. And then he has a serious injury. Yeah. He becomes a free agent. Now and I just think yeah. it's hard to deal with the emotions of when your career is starting to come to an end, not having that identity anymore. Like, that's the thing that I think is so difficult for every professional athlete, and it's one of the reasons why you see towards the end these sorts of moments end up potentially happening because it's so hard, even for a guy who is is on the leadership uh, there with the NFLPA, a guy who's going to be able to do whatever he wants when he's done playing football because he's so smart and he's articulate and, he, and he's, he's the type of guy that when you're around him, he can make you laugh, he'll make you smile. Even they deal with these sorts of Absolutely. problems. Sometimes even they're they the most conflicted. This. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. they're and, the and, most and, and I think And I think it's important too because he reached like the pinnacle. Mm-hmm. Like he was that guy. He was that guy that when receivers went up against him, he locked them down for a period of time. There is an element of power and fame, everything else that comes from it with that. And then it's hard to get to a point where you're like, I'm not that guy anymore. Like, who am I now? If I'm not that Richard Sherman, then then who am I now? And that can lead to a bad place. And that could lead to maybe one of the issues we're talking about with, with what happened yesterday. So on the subject of Richard Sherman, and I, I always I think about this because – Early on, I never my mind would have never gone this way. I would have never thought to be like, ah, oh, you know, if I were in their shoes, I, I don't think I would behave this way. Mm-hmm. And and this is not to ex, you know excuse Richard Sherman because I think also an element of this is when you see domestic violence pop up in a you news headline, you immediately think somebody hurt uh, a woman. You, yeah, you, you think Greg Hardy. You think all these other incidents in which there's been really bad domestic violence. Not that any of it's good, but the really bad stuff to a wife or whatever. This r- reportedly is not the case. It's it's labeled as that, but it's you know it's a different. It, there, it was domestic though because yes. he did get tangled up with the uncle. Yes. apparently. but I think pe- I think people assume it's it's a female on the other side. That right. That's that's uh, where immediately. this goes. Yes, immediately. And, and so one of the things that that I always think about now is if you told somebody listening right now. All right, whatever you love the most, whatever you've worked hardest in your life, made sacrifices for, and done your entire life has been dedicated to this one thing. And then all of a sudden, it was just gone, and you were like 30 years old. How the hell would you handle uh, it? You, like, you go get a motorcycle without having a license or any lessons, and you go jump on a highway, and you go at an excessive speed, and then you end up hitting a guardrail, and you're lucky to be alive. You break an arm, you you jack up your leg, and then you wake up, and your wife is standing over top of you like, thanking God that you're okay, and then they tell you you're still not out of the woods because you still have to be able to um, pass and and get things out of your system or you're going to go into kidney failure. Like, that happened to me. Like, I (laughs) – it's it's very difficult from going from Superman to mortal. Even in the movie Superman, it was hard for Christopher Reeves to handle when he said, ah, I want to be a normal guy so I can be with Lois. And then he gets into the, the, the diner and and he realizes that he can't win a regular street fight because he's a civilian now. It's kind of like what it is for... For football players, especially guys who, you know, 
made a living off of beating guys up. You know, I I brutalized guys. That's what I was known for was was being a, a super physical guy. When you transition into being a civilian, is what I call it, you know, military kid. Uh, when you transition into being a civilian, there are a lot of things that you have to deal with. And I thought I was one of the good ones. Like I handled it I, in my mind. I thought I handled things well. But there's still that mental, emotional aspect of the the fame, the the coming out. And I mean, I played in front of a hundred thousand people at times. I, you know, at the raising of my hand, an entire stadium is attached to every movement that you make. That's hard to replace the feeling that you get riding the bus on Saturday morning or coming out on Sunday morning. It, it, you know, it just is very difficult to ever explain to a person who's never experienced how intoxicating and how that feels to a person. And then it's gone or, you know, that it may be gone. And I'm not saying that that's what this is attached to. There's got to be some element of him going, going seeing it's his possible. own mortality. It's like, possible. He's got to you know? be seeing his own career come and doing that, and just based on where he's at. In his I just, career. I'm not going to speculate it, Brady, but I will say this: you have to be. I don't care if it's quarterback to wide receiver to linebacker safety. You know, going into it, you have to be wired a certain way to play this sport. And that's just what it, you know, so there's no getting around the mental aspect of how tough you have to be when you're a football player. I think there's some guys who can flip a switch, can, can flip that switch, and there's some guys who have a hard time turning it off. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's the hard part is you'd like to think, because I think for the vast majority of people out there, they're the same, right? They're the same guy before they go to work, when they go to work, when they go home, or, or whatever the case may be, and for football players, especially for the job you had to do, you know, it's different as a quarterback and the way we think or the way we view the game, unique in, in, in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Before what a lot of other guys have to do, or you talk to guys who are in the trenches, guys who don't even touch the football, they're in a one-on-one fight for four quarters, Sometimes I mean, one a, on three, one on, well, one on four, and that Aaron, is no fun. Aaron Donald is in a one on three fight <laughs> every single every play. Single play. Yeah. And, and, and that's a mentality that it's hard to turn that switch off, man. It's hard to do that. And I, and I think people, it's hard for them to relate because they've never turned that switch on in the first place. They've never been pushed to have to turn that switch on or been in the position in their life to have to turn the switch on. And, and most people don't understand with football players is we've learned how to turn it on at a young age. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's been ingrained in us for such a long period of time that then when you get to that point, you almost forget that you have to turn it off or you don't want to turn it off because you, as you said, intoxicating. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All those feelings that come around with, with being an NFL player, having that power. You talked about the power of sticking your hand up and getting a crowd to react to what you do. I was telling Jonas the other day, you know, there's one thing about making the crowd cheer when you make a good play. There's nothing better than going into an away stadium mm. and being able to and silence quiet. People. Yeah, That is one of the most powerful things you can do and it's one of the coolest things that you can do as an athlete so that that's that's an intoxicating thing man and for a lot of guys 
they either can't switch it off or they don't want to switch it off because they don't want to feel like everyone else on the other side of things. This is Outkick the Coverage. We got a quarterback making comments. Uh, We are going to get to the bottom as to whether or not this guy's telling the truth, and that'll happen here coming up just a couple of moments from now. He's LeVar Arrington. That guy's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. It's Outkick the Coverage here, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates, and wherever the hell you are making us a part of your Thursday morning, we appreciate you doing so, and we're taking you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. What the hell is happening on a Thursday morning, guys? How are we feeling? Uh, I mean, just, just just trying to create a little revisionist history sometimes. You know, so sometimes when yeah. we say something in the past, huh. I uh, you know, you, you try to make it seem like, yeah, maybe you didn't say it that way or the way it was portrayed and all that. Sometimes, <laughs> I, see what I don't know if you guys have ever, I don't know if you guys have ever done this before, LeVar. I mean, have you done, <laughs> I've done it. I, I, I know I've done it. I don't know if you guys have. Hey, Brady, have. I've not done it as well as Jonas has. <laughs> That's all I'll say. I have not done it as well as him. Yeah, you know what? Uh, yeah, I, I've been known to do that from time to time. But it, that's the way I see whether or not, uh, you know, people are still listening. Because if I say something in hour one, I'll say the opposite in hour three. <laughs> and that'll tell me if they've listened for the whole three hours. So, so that's that's how I gauge the ratings. Uh, here. I'm clearly yeah. not as good at revisionist history on this show <laughs> as Jay Wilson on our Twitter feed would like, you know. Yeah. My bad. I'm sorry that our chemistry isn't as good as it should be with Jonas and Brady. But you know what? I feel like I'm with the bro right now yeah, man I, I feel like we got to crack out like you know a nice little cerveza while we're doing this and sing some more acdc and have at it for another two hours that's that's what i'm feeling and listen we and uh, at some point we need to have the discussion uh well actually a couple of uh, food discussions here a we need to check in with the food coma brady quinn is dealing with because mm. he had about 17 yeah. pounds of chicken parm yesterday oh that sounds yeah. amazing uh and yeah. you and roberto you should taste my chicken parm by yeah. the way you make good chicken parm too i do bro Oh, do. you and Roberto need to have a cook-off. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. that's that's the other discussion because Roberto is a hell of a cook. Uh, he okay. also is an expert on the cerveza market. Ooh, so, uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah that, that's the other. Di- all right, so, I have so, not tried the, the one you sent me, yeah, oh, by the way. I got, you, I got sidetracked. Have I you tried that. Bohemia? No. Yeah. Oh, is that the one. same one you told no, me? No, and, and I refuse you to gotta give You got to send it to me. Yeah, and I refuse to give them uh, a plug here on the air. I'm not, okay. I'm not doing that here. <laughs> right. until, yeah, you, until you plug me, I'm not plugging you. I can dig How's it. That? That's that uh, my good. philosophy. Hey, that's good life. savvy. Can we F8 that uh, comment from Jonas there, <laughs> what? by the way? I'm not plugging you unless you plug me. What's wrong with that? Hey, you see how he changed topics of how we're discussing things right now, too, Brady. You know, you took him down the rabbit hole. He came right back out of that okay. bad boy. Right. You know what I mean? So let, let's hear from uh, Russell Wilson. Uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but it, but he has had himself uh, an interesting little offseason. I mean, him um, and Sierra are on some serious branding yeah. right now. But, but boy, don't, don't worry, uh, you know, go Hawks. He's all about the, he's all about the Hawks, uh, now, even though he's got his own logo again. on a private plane and oh, all okay. the other stuff that goes along with it. And um, he was on the Dan Patrick show yesterday. Uh, this was also uh, the first appearance since the initial 
initial comments that sparked the trade rumors and that wildfire that seemed to spread for about a week in sports talk radio and beyond of potential Russell Wilson being dealt, unhappy with the Seahawks organization. So his first appearance back on the Dan Patrick Show heard yesterday on many of these Fox Sports Radio affiliates. And here's how it sounded. I just wanted to know why you didn't look like you were having a good time. And then it felt like you you wanted or welcomed the opportunity to get this off your chest. Is that fair? No, I mean, I'm not. I think that more than anything else, you know, like I said, we, we had all the man of the year stuff that we had to do. And, and uh, I think more than anything else, it, you know, we just had a, a dialogue, a conversation. And you know, I think it was definitely blown out of proportion in terms of the, the moment and what it became. Um, you know, it was a little unfortunate, but I think more than anything else, you know, you know what I care about? I care about winning. You know, that's what I want to do. So I just put my cleats on every day and, and, uh, that's always been my focus. That's always been my goal, you know, is to, is to win it all and, and to continue to do that and try to do everything we can. You know, Pete and I, we've always, uh, we've always had a great bond, but you know, we had to have a great heart to heart and just, you know, he, he's got goals. I, I have goals, you know, we want to do great things, you know? And so to actually, you know, really dive into those and really talk about, you know, you know, those, those missions, those goals, it was, it was fun. So, you know, and so I think, I think me and coach Carroll's relationship is stronger than ever. Did you ever think you were going to be traded in the offseason? I think that any time in sports there's a potential of being traded. You know, I think there's always a real opportunity to that. But, you know, I think that, you know, I've always wanted to be in Seattle. I've always loved being there. and It's a place that I've always wanted to play. So it's been great. This guy's so full of crap, man. Hey, bro. I, I mean, I mean he. I, I, when you on, speak man. as well as Russell Wilson, you say you know or <laughs> you know what I mean or you stutter. Come on, man. More than three or four times in delivering a thought. <laughs> You are lying. <laughs> Russ, I'm sorry. You my guy. Big Ten threw it through. You lied. Oh, you're claiming Russell Wilson? Well, he's a Wisconsin oh, guy. He's been at NC State for like oh, four and a half transferred. years. He transferred. <laughs> did it sound like he just woke up to do the interview? I mean, it did. It sounded like or was going just, to sleep. Can we? Yeah. <laughs> Can we play that versus the uh, Go Hawks? You know, they got the middle oh, of the yeah. night one. Yeah, well, it sounded yeah. very similar. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. That was a different go- That was a different voice. That, yeah. That was the. Mr. 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 Unlimited. Oh, yeah, was, yeah. You got to be unlimited. What a ch- I know that I'm a great football player. Yeah. You know, I know I've been great. I know I will be great. Yeah. And I'll continue to be great. This guy, man. There you go. This guy, like like one of the great magic it's time tricks. Y'all go to bed. Oh yeah. Huh. What, I know what, that's what, right. One of the great yeah. magic tricks in all of it's in all of sports. Is hey, R- Seattle, we got a deal. Russell that's Wilson. That sex. Tr- that's what that is. That, that, that is. That, you, I, I mean, <laughs> I just I was thinking sex. it. I'm just glad you said yeah. what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Brady. It's uh, <laughs> listen, what, 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 <laughs> and it's much better than broke sex. Yeah, I'm gonna just tell y'all that. It's way better. Yeah, I Boy, it's way better. I would know. Uh, Planking. There's, there's, there's one aisle I know. Uh, here, here's uh, one, of the, uh, one of the great magic tricks ever pulled is Russell Wilson trying to convince everybody and the fact that he was able to do so, that he was all about the team, man. Had nothing to do with Russ. Never mind let Russ cook. All I do is care about winning. Yeah, then why'd you complain when they wanted to run the football more? Okay. Like, it just I don't buy this guy for a second anymore. I'm done. I Done mean, this is like a classic uh, at bat, or like in baseball, in like a game, right? Like you go up there, he played baseball. I mean, you, you tried to, you tried to maybe make some waves. Maybe you tried to go somewhere else, and you tried to do it in a, a public fashion. 
and uh, you struck out. They work out, right? <laughs> and now, he, now he comes back to the plate. He comes back to DP. You got another shot. <laughs> you got another shot. And you and better clean it up. You yeah, better, now, you now better make like, contact. Yeah. Now he's now he's doing a sacrifice, right? He's doing a you sacrifice know, bunt yeah. to move the runner over, and uh, he's going to sacrifice for the team in this. You know what it is? You guys ever go to a, a place that's got a bunch of different bars around? You leave one because you think it's boring. You go to another one, you realize it's more boring, and you have to walk back in with your head down the going, shame of walking yeah. back in yeah. the yeah. shame of what you know what this the, i mean this is this is i would love to see pete carroll's facial reaction oh my god to these sound bites on camera i mean how cool would that be because <laughs> honestly i can only imagine somebody you know the 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 team at at Seahawks, Seahawks facility probably put this in front of them and said, like, make sure you know that this is what Russ said, da-da-da, this and that. I know Pete to himself was sitting there thinking to himself, like, man, I don't fool with him. He don't fool with me. We don't fool with one another. What is this dude talking about? When I chop his head off after this season, <laughs> I want to come back to this soundbite that we just listened to. That Because that's – that's what Pete is thinking right now. I mean, who gets thrown under the bus as crucially as Pete Curl did during the time? Like, revisionist history. You used that earlier, Brady. Revisionist yeah. history. Like, Pete Curl has to answer to no one in Seattle. Do we not remember this stuff coming out? Yeah. Pete Curl, Pete Curl. Pete Curl's not going to let Russ be Russ. Pete Curl can't get Russ to where Russ needs to be. Like, these are all things that were taking place in the media. And now everybody's on a kumbaya moment. Like, I would have loved to have seen Pete Curl's face, man. I, I mean, LeVar, we, we had talked about this way back during OTAs. And do you remember, Jonas, when – Pete Carroll stand up for his press conference. It was, it was like one of their first ones, and then Russ jumped in right away, oh, kind of hugged him, yeah. and like took took the stage from him just to get like the first comment in. Let you that let was you know we're fr- all still friends. Yeah, that right. Whole thing. That was yeah. the first moment where I was like, oh, like that felt uncomfortable to me watching it. Like, oh, you've got a power play going on here. Like, Don't you do it, Pete. I'm just yeah, let me give you like, this hug. Let me yeah. give you this hug. Don't you do yeah. it, Pete? I can yeah. see it in your eyes. Yeah. Don't Before do you it. say anything controversial, let me just go ahead and squash this. Whatever you're gonna say, and if you say it now, I gave you yeah. a hug. You look bad, oh, and I look man. great. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, oh my gosh. It, uh, yeah. I don't know, man. It, it's, it's it's just the, the whole thing is. So, so if he's saying, you know, oh yeah, you know, being it traded is part of the deal, and he tried to downplay it to Dan Patrick and all that, and tried to, you know, oh listen, it's a, first of all, Dan Patrick's the best interview uh, on the planet. Uh, I would put him up there with you know Joe Rogan, Howard Stern, like some of the great people that do interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, now nobody goes on weekend overnight, so I don't really get practice of that. But the point is. He did a great job of just saying, yeah, you know, like I gave him multiple opportunities. Like, you know, it felt like you just wanted to vent. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, then why why did his agent give a list of four teams? A list of four teams. So, Come on, man. So, so none of this is true? It was all Talk blown out of proportion? Let me tell you, there's one thing to be blown out of proportion. It, like if you tell somebody, hey, man, there was a fire at the house, then you get there and somebody left the lighter on. And then there's a, a diff- big difference between blown out of proportion and here's a list of teams we'd be willing to accept a trade to. Uh, I, like where you, I like where you went there, Jonas. And, and, you know, the interesting part about that is – we're talking about, well, what about trades? Well, trades are known to take place, but you were trying to yes. facilitate a trade. <laughs> there is a difference between facilitating a trade 
and being on the trade block. It's two separate deals. And we all know there's a difference <laughs> hey, there. Hey, Brady, if your agent went rogue and, and put my list of four teams that you were willing to accept a trade to, what would have happened? You'd fire them. You'd fire them <laughs> hands down. But, 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 but so think about this. Think about this for a second, okay? You got to think about the timing of, of this year, how everything went. These comments came out shortly after the Super Bowl. In part because, by the way, uh, LeVar, have you ever attended a Super Bowl when you were playing, when you guys weren't a part of it? Have I've, you ever attended I, one? Well, I've never been a part of a Super Bowl one way or the right. other, Brady. I never right. played in so, one, never got close to one, never yeah. never went to see one. The same here, man. So, same, yeah. Well, yeah, we kind of figured that. <laughs> um, but, but no, in, in all seriousness, like, same thing. I never wanted to go if when I was playing if we weren't going to be playing. Correct. And then afterwards, I was like, yeah, I don't know. It kind of has, like, that bitterness to it. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know any player that's there that is still playing that is all smiley anyway. Like, no one's going to be happy about being there and not being there. He's all about that camera time, man. Like, Russ is all about, like, he's gone. Like, Russ is trying to transition into being a brand and a personality recognizable beyond the parameters of football. That's what's going on. And in order to do that, you have to get to a bigger market or the biggest market. And I think what happened was because – Robert or Sala. Mary, or Mary Sierra. But Ooh, yeah, that helps. I, I, that helps. Does. I mean, yeah, you got a different. <laughs> that helps. But, yeah. I mean, you got to get to – because even both of you, because now you're a package deal. Mm-hmm. So you got to get to a bigger market. And I think when there was maybe a thought, if we could get to New York, if we could be the quarterback of the Jets, you've got a, a coach you're very familiar with in Robert Sala. If you could get there, I think maybe that was the thought in the back of their minds. Hmm. And as soon as they ended up, you know – drafting Zach Wilson that's gone by the wayside at least for the short term I think after this year after a couple of years we'll see where things sit but I still think at some point there will try to be a move to get over there given the familiarity with Salah and given the fact that he would love to be able to turn that organization around I, I think he looks at that as an opportunity, and obviously it would be great for Sierra, the entire family uh-huh. and their brand well I, I have a tad bit of a different take on it I think that it's not so much the market as it is the opportunity to do what Russ wants to do. If he can go to a Chicago, which was in play, a a Dallas, which was possibly in play, these type, well, Dallas would be an amazing place. Chicago would have been an amazing market to go to as well. But to go there and be able to say, because you remember he was bringing these points up when he was talking about getting traded is I would like to have input on the players that are going to be coming in and playing for this team. Like I want some involvement and that too came from watching Tom Brady win a Super Bowl against the hottest quarterback in the game and Pat Mahomes and them standing there or sitting there and watching it like man Tom Brady facilitated a B getting on Rob Gronkowski getting on like keeping the guys that are there, keeping them there. They felt as though Tom Brady had so much to do with the facilitating and building out of that roster that it messed dudes up like <laughs> Russell Wilson. It messed him up. And for some strange reason, Russ is now chasing what it is that he saw Tom Brady do and what he pulled off. And it's not going to happen. It's only happened once ever in the history of our game. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's a pipe dream. But don't tell that to Russ. And I think that's where that's my take on it. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm John Middlecoff, and I host the Three and Out podcast. 
Do you like football? Do you like the NFL? Do you like the NFL draft? Quarterbacks, coaches? Well, I talk about it all on the show. I used to work for Andy Reid as a scout. Now I give you my unfiltered and raw opinions on everything that goes on in the NFL. And you know we're talking college football because of how important the draft is year-round. Listen to the 3 and Out podcast with me, John Middlecoff, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O-O-Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com. Dot com slash sports tire rack.com the way tire buying should be see to throw bob marley on it that's like kryptonite for me man why you're gonna kick a hacky sack uh, i would now? love to jump on this one but i'm not going to <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna let uncle bob breathe uh it's outkick the coverage here fox sports radio he's lavar errington he's brady quinn i'm jonas knox this is fsr uh coming up here in uh we'll call it uh, about 15 minutes or we'll call it later on this hour um there is a discussion to be had about how how soon and quick the favorite thing of many of you in the world of sports will return. All right, so that'll be happening here in about uh, 15 minutes or or so from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Right now, he is kind enough to join us here on FSR uh, every single week, the great Petros Papadakis and 570 LA Sports, Fox College Football. Uh, Petros, uh, you're on uh, with Brady Quinn, Jonas, and LeVar Arrington. What the hell's happening? What up? Everything's all right. I can't get my machine to work, so I'm on the phone. But other than that, and I'm back from uh, Seattle, but other than that, I'm I'm happy to be here and uh, happy post-All-Star game, everybody. That's when everybody's minds and hearts starts to turn to college football in my world. That's when I start you, buying my magazines. Voice, your voice still sounds the same on, on a phone <laughs> as well so there was no fall off or any disappointment in how you sound pet yeah but you guys sound better to me (laughs) you're a pro that's well i bought this thing you know so it will work you know so when it doesn't work you know i'm not a very good you ever seen zoolander yes you know when they're trying to get the information out of the computer and they just start hitting it Mm. like uh like Like apes apes, yeah yeah that's me and we got to be careful when we do that of course you know yeah but yes i do remember that scene in particular uh petros what do you think of the we're talking about the uh, trev alberts hire uh, as athletic director at nebraska just it seems like nebraska is going back to the good old days to try and bring back some success into the future um does that mean that usc will bring you on as athletic director at some point here in the near future No, uh, n- not there. Uh, USC is run uh, like a bureaucracy or like a, some kind of corrupt government. USC is a real – I mean, USC is a great example right now of, of how you can't run a football program from the university board or even the athletic director. It has to be run from a head coach who knows how to staff and has a vision. That guy – has to have an identity for football. And when you talk about hiring the Urban Myers and the Bob Stoops 
of the world to come and fix your program, you're not just hiring that guy to come and, and call plays or whatever. You're hiring him to staff, and you're trusting him to staff. Bob Stoops goes and finds Lincoln Riley, and he's not afraid to hire him and not afraid if that guy ends up taking his job. That's what he wants. You know, Urban Meyer finds Ryan Day. He finds Tom Herman to call plays from Iowa State. That's what great head coaches do. That's why you hire a really capable guy. And the example for USC is pretty glaring. I mean, it took them eight months to hire an equipment guy. And they have not even been able to do that. They ended up hiring an interim guy. And it's not really that big of a deal, but it shows you how hard it is just to get anything done when you don't have a head coach who's really in charge. Now, as far as Nebraska goes, I did a Nebraska game, I think, two years ago. And I know Scott Frost a little bit just from his Oregon days and his West Coast time. And, I mean, he told us straight up, like, hey, these – this ain't it. Like, I came here and these <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'll take the 55-year-old black shirts over the guys that were in the, in the locker room here. We know, with all due respect, you know, he, he had some real personnel problems. And with all due respect to Mike Riley, who's one of my favorite coaches in the world, things personnel-wise really changed at Nebraska. But they're still catching up from cutting off the head of the greatest tree in the history of football, which was the Nebraska option. Mm. And when they, when they got rid of that, you know, and that's not something you could just start doing again. It, it was their whole identity. And when they got rid of that and they hired, what was it, Bill Callahan, that yeah. offensive? Yeah. 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 When they hired him, that, was, uh, that, was, that killed Nebraska football. And wow. uh, they're, they're still trying to come back. Tommy Frazier, Lawrence Phillips. That's oh right. yeah, that's right. God rest his soul, poor Lawrence. I mean, I used yeah. to work out with him. He played in the what a gift to do. Oh, Jesus, he Jeez. played in the Shrine Game with my him and my older brother were the captains of the Shrine Game here in California, and uh, I just remember just being not uh, it, very, probably the best running back I've ever seen in person. Wow, wow, you know, and, and then you got Crouch, you know, and, and yeah. the way Frost used to run run the rock there. Sure. I mean, yeah. they had it going, and they killed it themselves just because – remember that guy Tommy Zibikowski? Yeah. yeah. He guy. was supposed to be – isn't this true, Brady? Yeah, he was true. He was the number one recruit for Nebraska. He was going to be the option quarterback there. Mm-hmm. And Notre Dame got him to go back on it. Because they said, dude, you're not going to play pro football. I mean, fair enough. As an option quarterback, you better come here and play safety. And I guess Solich lost the recruit. Solich just retired at Ohio, as we all know. He lost Zibikowski, and that was panic time for Nebraska, and they decided to change their whole identity as a program. That's why you don't change your identity for a football recruit. Wow. You know, it, it's funny. We were talking about, you know, what, what's, what's been a, a piece of their downfall. We talked about the changing of conferences and all that, but one of the things we didn't have time to talk about was their identity. Like, 
Nebraska now no longer has an identity as far as what they're recruiting to? Because I always feel like that's the lifeblood of your program. And so if you don't know what you are or what you excel at or how, what, you're, what pitch you're giving a, a family or that son, it's going to be hard to recruit. Now, I, I know this is kind of coming off on a tangent, but I, I read an interesting article yesterday, Petros, from our Bruce Feldman at Fox Sports, and he was talking about just he took a poll of coaches in Southern California, maybe even the entire state, and he was talking about the recruiting pitches of USC and UCLA versus everyone else around the country who's coming to the state of California, whether it's NIL or any other pitch. I, I don't know if you had a chance to read that, but he, he was kind of talking about the stark contrast not only between those two schools, but why so many other schools have been able to come into California, which is a very you know football-rich state as far as talent recruits, but why they've had so much success why do you think that is? Why have so many people been able to come into that state now and poach out some of the best players and USC and UCLA not keep them in-house? Well, you played football with guys from California at Notre Dame. Yeah. I, I'm not sure how many were at Penn State with LeVar. One. Yeah. <laughs> so One. It's, you know, but uh, as far as, like, the University of Washington, Oregon, Arizona, Arizona State, I mean, they always – they all have California players, everybody throughout the Pac-12 and Mountain West. That's always been the case. And there were always guys that went to Ohio State or Texas or something like that or Notre Dame in my day. But there's a few reasons, and I don't know what Bruce is talking about. Look, name and likeness and all that, it doesn't matter unless you're any good. Like, you could have all the, the videos where you're dancing on the field at USC and swagging out and getting a 12-man on the field penalty because you're taking a photograph. <laughs> but if you're 500 at USC, nobody cares. You know, win football games. And you've got to put that ahead of, of whatever individual stuff you're trying to do. Now, I get it and the nuances of it. But, look, West Coast football is down for, for two reasons. The Pac-12 has a horrible TV deal and had a terrible commissioner one of the most counterproductive executives in the history of, of football, and we're suffering. And in that time, with all due respect to him, USC's been terrible. And USC is the one that moves the needle for everybody around the country when it comes to the West. So those two things are wrong with our, with our conference. When you look right now at the three, three, four of the best schools, and the JT Daniels thing is a little complicated because he was at USC. Mm-hmm. But he's starting at Georgia. Bryce Young is starting at Alabama, who's from modern day. Mm-hmm. DJ Uyunglele is starting at Clemson, mm-hmm. who's from Bosco. And now a kid from the Rancho Cucamonga area, like where uh, Eric Weddle and Darren Collison are from, uh, C.J. Stroud, he's going to be the starter at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Those are all Southern California quarterbacks, not even California. And it's... That's an issue, that none of those guys, and Keaton Slovis is starting at USC, who's a three-star guy, and he's a good player, but what is wrong with that? Yeah, from Arizona. So what is wrong with that picture? Those guys, at least two of them, need to be at USC or UCLA. That's where they would have been in my childhood, conceivably. Now, I don't know if you want to bite this, Brady, but you kind of have to. I think California quarterback play is by far the best in the country. 
And there's a lot of reason everybody wants a California quarterback, whether you're talking about yeah. Brady White at Memphis or you know whoever else, the kid at right. Arizona State well, right I, now. I, I think they're the most Brady. developed. How's that feel, Brady? No, no, they're, yeah. they're, the, they're the most developed. I think when you look at guys like Steve Clarkson, George Whitfield, yeah. they, those guys put that quarterback coaching um, Palmer. You know, career on the map. Like, they made it a thing. They're all and out then, here. Achilles Smith, they're all yeah, out here training. they're all. And so those guys put it on the map, and then now I think you get a much more skilled, talented, refined quarterback out of California than you probably do in the Midwest, in, in Ohio, and in, in maybe Pennsylvania. Now, what happens after that, you know, we'll see. But I, I think the specialization yeah. – started earlier too for kids in Cali like when I was young because you know it, well, it, it, it all started with it started with Bob Johnson that's the original right. quarterback well, and, then, and Elite right. 11 and all that yeah you're right Rob Johnson's Bob, dad yep yep and and it, and so but but I think kids in California probably specialize sooner too than kids maybe in the Midwest where you were playing three sports because in the winter you weren't going outside throwing a football right you, you know after football you're going to basketball then you're going into whatever the sports next and, and, and maybe it was a little slower migration to the specialization that maybe you saw in California. Well, one of the things I refuse to believe is that you can't develop people up front in the West and you can't be physical in the West. I think that that's a lazy, stupid, kind of ridiculous, antiquated way. They're physical I, out here. Yeah, you can they be are physical. physical. Yeah. You know, I mean, you can be, you just have to dedicate, like, you can put on a little wetsuit and run around and do seven on seven all summer and look pretty, but that ain't it. And you have to be bludgeoning and dedicated to it. And if you it, look, Oregon is physical every day. They have great fronts. They've built themselves from the front. They're going to have a, a game against Ohio State early, and we're going to get to see how they match up. And if the West Coast football wants to come back, they're going to have to start dedicating themselves to yeah. developing offensive and defensive <laughs> linemen along with uh, great quarterbacks and innovative offense. That's just, I'll never forget 2014 watching that national championship game with you, Oregon-Ohio State, and your reaction to Oregon and just the, the pummeling they took, the physical <laughs> pummeling they took in that game. You were, you were distraught, to say the least. <laughs> Well, uh, look, you can't run a zone read if the three technique is five yards deep right at the snap. I think you kicked the couch at one point. Well, that's what happened. The most watched call – look, we need more teams involved, and we need yeah. the, most, the whole yeah. country involved. And the most glaring thing about that is the most watched college football game of all time, I think, is Auburn-Oregon. Now, you, you know, Cam Newton versus Chip Kelly – now, you remember where Eugene, Oregon is. There's not much going on there. I don't know how many of us have been to Auburn, Alabama. I have. And th there ain't nothing there. So why did everybody watch that game? Well, the whole country was involved. And I forget the name of that big Alabama or big Auburn. Uh, the Iron Bowl. Yeah, no, but I forget the name of the guy right at the, oh. the three technique for uh, – I mean, he did that to Oregon. They just couldn't – Was couldn't it Farley? That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fairly, Farley, yeah, like fairly. Yeah, yeah. So fairly. It's hard to run your little quick hitting vertical uh, run game when uh, <laughs> when that dude is in the backfield right at the snap. Uh, but that was a close game and a lot of fun to watch. But uh, I think Oregon's doing a better job developing up front. Obviously, Stanford lost a lot, 
when they lost the coach, Mike Bloomgren, they kind of lost their physical mentality. The guy that went to Rice, they have to find it again. Washington is the team with Jimmy Lake, who's dedicated to defense and, and running the football. We'll see what they do in year two without uh, COVID as a hindrance. Uh, you know, there's excellent secondary coaching with Jimmy Lake and Justin Wilcox in the Pac-12, but there is no head of the snake. And I don't know if Oregon is explosive enough or if they want to be explosive enough on offense to be that, you know, to really get after people. I mean, you look at Justin Herbert at Oregon, and then all of a sudden you see him his first year with the Chargers, and you're like, you guys didn't want to throw the ball downfield at all with this guy? You didn't? <laughs> like, we, like, why is this a revelation to us? <laughs> <laughs> so you, you wish he'd be just a little bit more uh, creative on the offensive side. But, you know, I have some hope for those Northwestern teams. But, I mean, LeVar, you know this. And, you know, I mean, guys, like, if you sit here and tell somebody from Iowa about the Oregon football team, they laugh at you. Yeah. You know, it's USC or UCLA or nothing to them. And those teams aren't carrying the ball for us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's how it works. He's uh, Petros Papadakis, AM570 LA Sports. Uh, you can get him on Twitter, at the old P, Fox College football analyst and one of our favorites. Petros, we always appreciate it, man. Thanks so much for the time. Oh, Thanks, it's Petros. my pleasure. Hardcore football talk in yeah. the morning. Yeah. yeah. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> a little high school college football, multi-level level conversation here Could when it comes to football. you imagine him giving you a pregame speech with that voice? Oh, man. You feel like you're oh, listening yeah. to, like, rock, you know, rock. Oh, yeah. Uh, Rocky's rock trainer. No, no, no. What was what, Newt Rockney? Newt Rockney, yeah, yeah. There you go. Or or someone like Lombardi. Or he's got one of them voices. Yeah. What about Joe Pa? Come on now. Joe Joe's pa. voice was more, like, really? squeaky like yeah you guys today is just a little joe pesci to him you know this joe is Pye. gonna be a tough one and <laughs> i remember pesci. when i was younger and they they knocked me down and kicked my ass in but i got up <laughs> <laughs> and i fought by the way how how tall was joe pa he wasn't tall yeah but he played college ball at Brown. So, yeah. so you're saying Joe Pesci and Joe, Joe Paterno are the same guy? Well, yeah, just uh, yeah. yeah, a little. That's uh, that's what Jonas Knox just said. No, well, that is what he said. Yeah, I, I, I chose not to validate <laughs> it or or, so, you know, or even entertain it. It's not too early for a hot take. But I did hear. Uh, it. I did hear him talk. It is, uh, he really did call him Joe Pesci. It is uh, outkick the coverage here, Fox Sports Radio. So how about Jordan Spieth in the lead at the Open Championship, which only means that uh, Jordan Spieth will not win the Open championship <laughs> this weekend just want to go ahead and point that out there uh but again that means he probably will because i said it uh that's how this works uh, all right coming up next though you will not believe all right it's something that everybody loves if you're listening to this right now you love this trust me you love this it is back sooner than you possibly realize we'll have it for you here next here it's outkick the coverage fox sports radio oh 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 o'reilly are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.